You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. This is podcast episode number 191, High Volume Training, Holiday Help, and Negative Patterns. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. In this episode, We'll talk about the benefits of high volume training and how you can prevent holiday weight gain and eliminate negative patterns. Well, it's hard to believe that the holidays are fast approaching and Thanksgiving is actually next week. So if you haven't already visited the fitnessmakeover.com website, get on over there because there's a bunch of things that are on sale and there's actually some new items that I'm going to be adding. So make sure you check that out. And if you want to go shop at amazon.com because they have some of my DVDs as well, you can just click through from the Fitness Makeover site and that helps out our site and everything else. So, you know, any shopping you have to do on Amazon, if you start at my site, That would be really appreciated. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about ways that you can actually get in better shape during the holidays. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, one of the great ways you can stay in shape or even get in shape and lose weight is with high volume training. Now, that is weight training, not cardio training. And if you're thinking about cutting back on the cardio training, now's the time to do it because with the holidays, we usually don't have as much time to exercise. And to be honest with you, cardio is not going to get the fat off of you and it's not going to impact your metabolism like your weight training can. Now, high volume really refers to multiple sets in the sense of eight, nine, 10, that's high volume when you're doing eight sets of a particular exercise. Now, you may think that could be kind of boring, but the benefits are really worth any boredom you may have. Now, the great thing about these type of workouts, they're also called German volume training, and a lot of those are the 10 times 10, that's 10 sets of 10 repetitions. Now, when you're doing high sets like that, you're not necessarily going to be using your maximum weight. You're gonna be using a weight that you can complete those 10 sets of 10 repetitions with, or the eight sets of eight repetitions. So you're probably using a weight that is maybe 70%, 70%, 80% of your maximum because you need to be able to maintain that particular repetition scheme. Now, one of the nice things about doing this type of workout is that there's a lower number of exercises. You would only do about two exercises per body part at the most. And your workout will take much less time. Now, some people will find the workouts take them less than an hour. Personally, I find it's like about half an hour at the most because once you get into the actual exercise combination, your past your warm-up and everything, it just zooms along. The goal is to not rest very long in between each set or each exercise too. And that way it really speeds up the whole workout. So for example, if you're doing a set of squats and you're going to superset that with a set of leg curls, and of course these are done supersetting because it takes advantage of that antagonistic muscle and the warm muscle 
that you have in that same area. So you're going back and forth. You do your set of squats. Maybe it takes 30 seconds. Your set of leg curl probably takes the same. You'd be surprised how a set of 10 repetitions really doesn't take as long as we think. So that ends up being a minute. You rest one minute in between the two. So you've got two minutes there for almost each set. So that goes very quickly. Not only have you finished your workout quickly, but you've also had a major spike in your metabolism because of the amount of work that you're doing. So what you're shooting for is a high number of sets and a high number of repetitions, but certainly not any more than 10. So somewhere in that range. So that's why usually the eight for eight is a good way to go, 10 for 10. Six by six is really gonna be more for strength and power. So you might want to save that for a different cycle. But what you'll find by using such a challenging weight for this many sets and repetitions is that you are burning a lot of calories, a lot more than you ever would doing cardio. And of course, that's going to help maintain your muscle, increase your muscle a little bit so that you continue to burn calories all throughout the day and, you know, basically every single day because of your muscle. So of course you want to focus on your major muscle groups and there's a couple of different ways to do this. You can split it up into a program where you have different workouts on different days like Mondays and Thursdays could be chest, back and shoulders. Tuesdays and Fridays could be biceps and triceps and Wednesdays and Saturdays could be legs and calves of course. But if you're pressed on time like the holidays usually do to us because we've got too many commitments then go ahead and combine even more body parts into a workout. Now I'm gonna post a couple of examples on the fitgirlguide.blogspot.com and on the Fitness Makeover article site, so you can check that out. But basically, if you were doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you could alternate between back, chest, and shoulders on one day, and then the next workout would be legs and biceps and triceps. So you would actually have two workouts the same during the week, and then of course it would recycle. So for example, Monday would be back, chest, and shoulders, Wednesday, legs, and arms, Friday, back, chest, and shoulders, the following Monday, legs, chest, and, I mean, uh, sorry, <laughs> legs, and arms. So you keep alternating, and you get enough volume in that, you know, you don't have to get that cardio, you don't have to waste, I'm sorry, waste the time on the cardio, because really, that's not going to do it for the massive metabolism boost that you want. And there's no rule that says that you have to start goals and New Year's resolutions uh, in the new year. You could do it any time. Goal setting can be done at any time, especially during the holidays. It would be a great goal for that time, since it's maybe like about a month, um, to say, well, I'm not going to do cardio. I'm going to focus on the weight training. I'm going to focus on uh, eight for eight German volume training type program, and it's going to take me less time, and I'm going to see what happens. And you might be pleasantly surprised that you actually drop weight and don't have to be such a slave to the cardio. Now, the key to these types of workouts is to make sure that you're using a challenging weight, one that you can do the right amount of repetitions for, but one that you're really working to get each repetition out. So let's say you're doing the eight for eight. Well, if you start getting six repetitions, then you know you started with the wrong weight. So next time you would start with a different weight, a lighter weight. And you're going for consistency here, consistency and repetitions for the exercise. Now, the nice thing is that you'd actually have two supersets uh, for the major body parts. So that means if you're doing back and chest, you'll do your eight for eight 
of a back and chest exercise. Then you'll do a secondary exercise, about three sets of another back and chest exercise. And then for shoulders, you don't need to do that much at all. You definitely don't need to do an eight for eight because you know what? You got a lot of the shoulders already worked in your back and chest exercises. So for example, let's say you do pull-ups and uh, incline bench press and you superset those for your eight. And then your secondary exercise for back and chest could be row with a chest fly. And then shoulders, you could just bang out a couple of sets, maybe four sets of reverse fly superseted with a shoulder press and be done. That's it. Give them a rest. And then with legs, there's two ways you can go on this one. You can actually superset the legs and arm exercises, or you can do your leg supersets and then do a couple of quick arm exercises. Because you know what? Your arms get worked when you're doing everything. So you don't need to work them in high volume, unless you've got the time. You know, if, you've, if you want to make a three-day split and you have arms on a separate day, you can do an eight for eight for biceps and triceps, sure. But if you're going to do it on just two workout split, then for legs, you could do something like squats and leg curl or deadlifts and leg curl. Um, th th obviously, there's many different things you can do. Walking lunges, regular lunges, and, and a leg curl. Basically, you want to hit something that gets the whole lower body, like squats and lunges, and something that kind of focuses a little more on the hamstring, like leg curls and deadlifts. So with that, you do your eight for eight. And your secondary for that particular workout would be your calves. Now you could do four sets of calves with four sets of biceps and triceps superset, and you're done. So it's all quality, just like everything else, it's all about quality. And in this case, it's also about quantity, but it's also about the quantity that is in quality. So make sure that you check out the websites for some examples of actual workouts that you can follow because I want to make it easy for you. And that way you can have a new plan for the holiday season and see how it goes. And I think, like I said, you'll be surprised that you get a lot of work done in a short period of time and you won't necessarily have to do cardio and probably lose weight during the holidays. And I know you will because what's coming up next in the nutrition section is going to tell you exactly how to do that. Now, just because the holidays come around doesn't mean that you have to get fat. It doesn't mean that you have to gain weight. You actually do make the choice every time you put something in your mouth. And maybe we think about it better some days than others, but ultimately you're in control of whatever you put in your body. Now, when we're talking about nutrition, you want to focus on not only you know eating the right foods, but it's basically about your insulin management. And you can completely control that by choosing the right foods. Now, what that means is that if your insulin spikes up and down, your blood sugar levels spike up and down, your body's going to hang on to fat. And it's going to use muscle for energy, and you don't want that. Plus, it's going to force you to have those cravings for those high sugar foods because it's trying to get your blood sugar back up where it should be. So one of the things you want to focus on is your proteins because your proteins kind of neutralize everything and make all of the sugars absorb more slowly into your bloodstream. And of course, protein and your high fiber vegetables will do an even better job. Now, the good news with holiday meals, especially Thanksgiving, is that they usually center around protein. Turkey, ham, other meats, these are all excellent sources of that appetite-reducing, muscle-building protein. So there's no excuse 
for not having a good quantity of protein in your meals. Now, of course, there's also some of those other foods that are high in carbohydrates and high in fat and all the things that you don't want, but it's okay to have a little bit. It's okay to have some of those foods because they're not something that you eat all the time. You just want to make sure that you avoid those high insulin spikes. You don't want to have a whole bunch of carbohydrates on an empty stomach. Start with your proteins. So always try to start with a protein and get more protein on your plate than the other things. A little bit of the other ones are going to make it enjoyable, but not completely blow everything out. And that's the other thing. Don't look to just gain weight because it's the holidays. You know, you can completely prevent that. Basically, just don't say, I give up. I'm not going to even worry about it. I'm just going to eat everything and anything I can. Now, you can still enjoy things, but, you know, everything has to be in the right time, the right space, the right combination. So again, focusing on your proteins along with your vegetables and then eliminating or at least just minimizing your high carb, high fat choices as much as possible. So make it a goal to only eat if you've got some protein on your plate. Now, another big mistake that a lot of people make is saving calories for a big meal. And that's not a good idea. If you skip your breakfast, you're going to be hungry and you're going to overeat. And even worse, your body's going to hold on to its fat and go into that whole starvation mode. And you can check out the full explanation of the diet cycle and the um, starvation mode at fitnessmakeover.com. And you'll really understand by then why you have these cravings and why your body acts the way it does when you don't eat at certain times, and especially when you skip breakfast. And, you know, research actually su supports this. It's not just these things that we trainers always tell people, eat breakfast, eat breakfast. It's really true. There's actual studies that show eating protein for breakfast reduces the signals that your brain gets controlling your food motivation. And it also shows that it controls the reward-driven eating behavior, which is what a lot of times people do when they say, I'm saving calories, so they kind of overeat because they're rewarding themselves for having saved the calories. So when you have a high-protein breakfast, you're going to be helping your appetite. You're going to be making sure that your body maintains its protein, its lean muscle, so that your metabolism stays up. You're not going to feel starved. You're not going to want to eat everything in sight. And you won't feel motivated to eat more as a reward for having skipped out on some calories. So it's easy. The main thing you need to remember during the holidays is eat your protein and eat your breakfast. Now in motivation, we're going to talk about breaking free from some long-standing negative patterns that you may have. And we all know that it takes a huge amount of energy and determination to even see any patterns that you may have uh, developed that are negative and holding you back from reaching your goals, let alone break free from them. So this is actually one of the things that I've been trying to teach you through these podcasts. I want you to be able to see certain patterns in your life that may be self-sabotaging. And whether it be eating habits or workout habits or even thought patterns, these podcasts and my websites are all dedicated to providing you with tools to break free from self-sabotaging behavior patterns. And we all fall into them and recognizing it is half the battle. And then, of course, taking the steps you need to take 
is the second part. But let's go back to the first. Recognizing your patterns is not easy. And of course, overcoming them or changing them is even more challenging. Now, as a trainer, I work with my clients one-on-one to empower them with the right thought patterns, thought patterns that enable them to make the right decisions about what to eat and when to exercise. At CoachKira.com, you're going to find some more info about a handful of spots that I have available for my private one-on-one coaching. You see, your subconscious patterns, the ones you need to break free from, are usually very deeply embedded inside of you. That's what makes them so hard to see. And they're deep down there so much that your habits have actually fallen outside of your normal awareness, and it can be very difficult for you to see them. Now, a well-trained coach can pinpoint your patterns right away and help you get out of the rut that you might be in. I find it a lot with my clients that it's sometimes the same types of patterns that are holding people back from reaching their goals. And that's why I'm offering on the website a chance to have me help you see those same patterns because unfortunately it can be very difficult and frustrating to keep having the same self-sabotaging behavior and not really understand why and not really understand how you can get yourself motivated and stay motivated. And these are all things that cross over, not just into our exercise, but into our mental health, into our relationships, into every single thing that you do. There's always something that can be improved. And usually there's some habits that have come from who knows where, but they're habits that you need to identify and learn to change or stop. And you can only get there if you can see what you're doing. Now, you may have a friend that can help you with this. You may have a close friend that is able to step outside and look and see at what you're doing and hear what you're saying and kind of see through some of the emotions of it and pinpoint for you what these common denominators are. And if you do, that is great because that's a huge help for someone to be able to be objective and say, well, you're doing this and this is why. But if you need help with that, you can go over to coachkira.com. I've got a couple of spots left for the private coaching and we can make some good progress and break through and get you the habits you need. Because habits are those things that you do over and over. And there are good habits and there are bad habits. So, I mean, if you find yourself feeling stressed out and overwhelmed or frustrated, these are all signs that there are some negative habits or behavior patterns in your life. And you might just be able to sit and meditate for a while or just find a quiet spot and really think about your actions and your thoughts, or maybe even write it all down in a journal. Sometimes we look back at journal pages and realize, oh, now I can see it. I can step outside of it. And that might be able to help you too. So whichever way you choose, start thinking deeper into what habits you do, what patterns lead to failures, and how you might be able to change them so that you can get the body you want and keep it. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.